You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey everyone, welcome to session nine. I'm so pumped for this episode because I feel like it is so important and it is one of the reasons I created this podcast because we're going to talk about a lot of big results in Sam's business, right? You're going to hear about really fast growth. You're going to hear some big numbers and you're going to know the behind the scenes of it. And that is what's so important. What I want this episode to demonstrate for you is that we all have challenges. We all have stuck points, but big results are truly possible for all of us when we stick in it, when we get the right support, when we step up for ourselves, right? And so the permission here is that she doesn't know something you don't know. She's not necessarily even doing something you're not doing, right? But she's showing up in all of these ways over time that is giving her these big results. And so being able to see the behind the scenes of that is going to be so, so, so valuable this session. So I hope you guys enjoy. I hope this gives you a ton of permission and reminds you what's possible for you too. Okay. Hi, hi. How you doing? Hi, good. Just getting back into the swing of things after the holiday and vacation and everything. Yeah. Tell us where you were and where you're at. Yeah. So I, um, we're like back in Florida for now for the holidays and we went to the Keys for our wedding anniversary vacation, which was like last week. And then we're kind of bopping around Florida a little bit until um, we fly to New Jersey for the week of Christmas to be with my extended family. So lots of travel still this month, but car only travel. So good. How does that feel? It's good. It's kind of funny because you feel like, oh, like, all right, we don't have to travel because sometimes that, you know, with the camper, there's like, you have to set up and, you know, pitch up and all that kind of stuff. Right. So sometimes it feels easier when you're only driving with a car. But like at the same time, we are still traveling and I have to like pack and unpack and repack. So you don't uh, like literally have your whole house there, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like kind of different, like easier, but also different. So January, we're like barely traveling at all. So I'm really excited for that. So good. Beautiful. So tell us kind of what's been going on for you. Like I know you were away. I think that you have your group call today. Like just give me a little bit of a rundown. Yeah. So I had um, vacation was like interesting because this is obviously like the busiest I've been. Like I was, went on vacation at the beginning of this year, but I had like not a lot of clients. Like I realized, I think I told you this in base camp, like I realized while I was on vacation, like, oh shit, like I've scaled my agency by like <laughs> over a hundred thousand dollars this year. Yeah. So so that was definitely like it poked holes. Like it really showed me like, oh, I need the VA to also be doing this or like I need some sort of extra net for like so that I can be out and it's fine. Right. Um so that was actually kind of helpful to like help me see where other areas like I need to onboard her onto so that she can like help support me so that I can be out of the office for like a few days and it's not a big deal. 
So something really valuable that Sam noticed on her vacation was that, you know, it really showed her holes in her ability to step back, right? And this is so helpful and so important. We're, we're so quick to make that wrong. Like, oh my God, I can't step away. I can't take time. But every time we step away is a chance to learn more and more about what we can do different, what we can improve, what we can delegate more of, what we can systematize more, right? This is the first time Sam's taken vacation since having a VA. And so that is an incredible learning experience. And I just want to share that because again, I think we're so quick to make it wrong or to feel like, well, I couldn't possibly go on vacation, but vacation is a teacher of what the holes are and where the systems need to be. Personally, that's so helpful for me in my business because now that I've done it, you know, so many times over time and have gone on those vacations and um, had team in place during that time, I've learned something every time and it feels so much easier to step back now than it ever has. And so having that first time you're away is only and ever going to show you the holes, but that's not a bad thing, right? That's where the magic is because now we know what to fix. Um, so yeah, that was good. And then I ran my Black Friday giveaway for the digital strategy intensive and I had like 17 people apply, which was yes. great. Yeah, that I felt like that was like a really good amount of people. Um, and I like promoted it and had people share it and stuff like that. Um, so then I chose my three giveaway winners and part of it was like they needed to tag someone else. So I followed up with the people who didn't win and the people who they tagged. Um, just kind of like so kind of like talking to them about their strategy a little bit in DMs and stuff. So I've been like pitching those people a little bit this week. Um, so I'm hoping I'll get some just like strategies, intensive sales out of that. And then, um, obviously like my giveaway winners, like they're going to still like, I'm going to pitch them for one-on-one coaching after it's done. That's good. I have my group coaching call for everyone who didn't get the coaching scholarship tonight. So, um, definitely like planning on um pitching all of them the digital strategy intensive as well tonight um and that'll be like it where I can pitch them while we're on the phone so that's good I'm excited about that um because like even though there were some people who was like I wouldn't they're not really the right fit for coaching like I would still 100% I could still do the digital strategy intensive Mm -hmm. for them so so yes that's good and then I've started to like we talked about last time a little bit, I started to like just engage in Facebook groups more. So I'm trying to, as I do that, be like really mindful that that's something that I'm going to like hand off at least partially to the VA, hopefully like in the next month or so. So I'm trying to like track, okay, the question, here's, here's was the question. And like, here's kind of a couple of answers of like how I would do that. Uh, how I would answer that question in the Facebook group or how I would engage um, so that it's still like me saying those things, but I'm not physically having to like type it in these groups. So um, I've started doing that. And, you know, for the Black Friday giveaway, like had I posted, you know, every day for that. And so that was really good. And I shared that in the Facebook groups. And I think that, you know, helped me get a lot of those um entries so just like I figured out like my pillars and all of that so just like making sure that I'm still producing that content and then like doing that in a way also that 
I'm recording it, like, you know, I'm keeping it and saving it and putting it into Google Drive so that then my VA will be able to, like, take that over in the future as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that Sam has started tracking her questions and answers in her engagement to pass off to her VA. The reason that that's so, so valuable and the thing that she's doing that most people won't do is taking the extra time to do that. And it's so valuable because she is ultimately killing two birds with one stone, right? She is doing the engagement, which is great and important, but she's taking that extra time to make it a replicable process that she can eventually hand off. Most people tell themselves stories of like, I don't have time for that. Like, I don't have time to like copy and paste all of this or save that for her or whatever. And this is where they lose themselves in their growth potential, quite honestly, because teaching and training a team absolutely is a time and energy investment, but it is a time and energy investment that pays so much in the future. So the fact that she at one point is not gonna have to do this at all anymore because she put this time in upfront is where the value lies. So just note that and note how she can kill two birds with one stone by doing the task and then tracking it, right? So if if you are doing something in your business, make a Loom video, track it, copy and paste it, like get the task done, but make it a training opportunity at the same time. And again, you will have to invest that extra bit of time, but it will be so freaking worth it in terms of the value that your team will ultimately be able to offer you long-term. So, so yeah, just like a lot of, um, you know, like kind of getting up and running with the coaching stuff for sure. Um, let's see what else. Yeah. And the agency is just like been good. I have like a couple of those outstanding proposals. They said they definitely want to work with me, but they want to start in February which I'm like, great. Like, yes, 100%. Because I was kind of like, not wanting to work with them anymore. Because those proposals, like I sent out those proposals, like back in some of them in October, even. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I do need one thing I've realized, like I need to put expirations on my proposals also, because some people now like one of those proposals, I really want to charge her more. So I'm going to have to like decide if I even want to take her as a client anymore when she's ready to start in the new year. Um, So yeah, that's been good. But like, basically, like, if they do sign on, and I end up taking them like the agency's at over 200k, like it's done, it happened. Damn, girl, how does that feel? It just like doesn't. I don't know. It it's doesn't. so funny. It just doesn't feel. Doesn't it's compute. It's so funny. Like I literally did not even fucking. First of all, like I didn't even fucking realize. Like oh, I was. I don't remember how much the agency was making this time last year. I know it wasn't that much because I was like I had just left my job in September and I was like I'm good to chill. Like we were living rent free. Mm-hmm. Had like just had bought the camp. We had like no bills. So I was like I'm gonna chill right now. So I'm pretty sure. The agency was only making like 45 or 50 at that point. So basically like, okay, got it. So I'm like on track for a projected revenue increase of 150K, like in a year's span, which really that's like in a eight month span, if you think about it. Because then in Q1 of this year, I was like really in a funk, like just not feeling it. And then I finally got out of that in Q2. So it's just been since Q2 that I've been scaling. 
I think that's something that's so interesting too. And like, I see this so often and I think it's like such a good reflection for you here. It's almost like as soon as that felt unimportant, it got easy. Yeah, it was just like basically like I was in kind of a fucking Q1, which is kind of weird for me because like it doesn't really happen that often for me. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of like, I'm in a funk. It is what it is right now. Like I'm fine with it. It's not a big deal. Like I'm going to get out of it. Like I just trust that like I'm going to get out of it. So I'm just going to kind of chill and do some planning now. And then so then in Q, towards the end of Q1, I was like, okay, great. I'm going to be done with this funk by the end of Q1. I really love the the statement that Sam made about how she was feeling in Q1. She said, you know, I'm in a funk and it is what it is and I trust I'll get out of it, right? That is so important because so many people in business get into a funk and decide that it means all these things about themselves, about their business, about their success. I could go on and on, right? And they let it take them out of the game. They self-sabotage, they derail themselves, or they close the business down altogether, right? But sometimes you can just be in a funk that your business can't otherwise fix and that you just need to go through. And that's totally fine. The reason she's sitting here now, you know, eight months past Q1, having a $150,000 increase in her business is because she said, it is what it is and I trust that I'll get out of it. She didn't put a lot of meaning on it. She didn't make it really important. She just let herself go through that. She gave herself what she needed during that time. And it is wild what happens when you actually do that. So just like setting things up and basically like starting to build that slow roll of momentum because I know that that is like a way to help me get out of a funk Mm -hmm. is like feeling that momentum makes me start to feel more productive which then, you know, it makes me feel busier and then it makes me, you know, it's kind of like a cycle. So it's helpful that I know that about myself. Well, also, let's look at this even, even more specifically, though, right? Because I think when we started together, which was like maybe less than three months ago, right? Yeah. You were at like 120. Yeah. So you just added 80K in less than three months. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so can we talk about how awesome these numbers are, right? Sam had a $150,000 increase in revenue in eight months. And then in the last three months of working together, she's had an 80K increase in revenue. That is absolutely phenomenal. But what you can see and what I hope this illustrates for you is that she's not pushing so, so, so hard. She is cultivating what she knows. She did her lead gen. She has referrals coming in. She is making really amazing proposals to them. She's getting clear on what she needs and she's bringing on a team to support that, right? So ultimately she's not doing anything different than she was maybe even doing a little while ago, but number one, the momentum has picked up. Number two, her belief in herself has picked up. And number three, which I think is very interesting, right? Is that (laughs) she has kind of retrained her focus elsewhere. Like she's like, okay, I want to grow coaching, but I also do want to grow the agency, but it feels like this easy thing now. As soon as it starts to feel easy, and we're not so attached and potentially we even have some focus elsewhere, it is wild what can happen. So this isn't a case of go split your focus by any means, but it's to see the mindset behind it where it didn't feel super hard. It didn't feel super intense. It was like, this works and I believe in it and I'm ready for more. And so more came, right? That 
is the back end that I want you to see that it doesn't have to be so hard or such a slog, but really big numbers like this can happen over time. And I'm so freaking proud of her for accomplishing that. Like, but what's so interesting about that is while primarily focusing on coaching. Yeah, exactly. It was like I basically, and I, I'm, I think I said this to you like in one of our first calls, like it's easy for me to get leads. Like I just am like, okay, great. I'm going to go get some leads. And then I get them like without having to try that hard and focus on it that hard. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, so, I mean, I just keep thinking, man, it's going to feel great when I get to that point in coaching. Cause I'm like, so not there in coaching right now. Like it feels like everything's like fun and I enjoy it, but it's all an effort for coaching. Cause it's like all new. Mm -hmm. So it's so funny, but, um, yeah, no, like it wasn't hard. I totally like it was, it felt, it's always felt easy with the agency. Like this whole year has felt easy, which is nice. Totally. So I want to talk about two things, which I'm going to say now, so I don't forget. <laughs> but the first thing I want to talk about is like, do we need more support in the agency? Cause I think that's a very relevant conversation. And then the second one is Let's talk about applying that mindset to coaching because I actually yeah. totally agree with you that, like, some of it's just because it's new. But I also think that, like, so much of your success is totally mindset-based, which I know, like, because you're, like, adjacent woo, you're, like, maybe kind of, <laughs> sort of. I could maybe get behind that. But, like, let's really talk about that because I think if you could apply this thought process to coaching, like, shit goes crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, oh God, I forgot the first thing already. <laughs> adding, adding, um, do we need to add a VA? Oh, right. Is more support. My question. Like, yeah. Or hire the current VA on for more or whatever, because you like literally you just took an EDK jump in less than three months. So that's like really something to consider. Yeah. So one good thing is like to one of the clients that like I have, we just started this month. And then another client that I have, like contract assigned and everything, is starting in February because they had a 60-day um, cancellation policy with their current agency. Mm -hmm. And then those other two both want to start like February, March. So it's like projected, but I'm like feeling confident about like I'm not like adding four clients in one month. Totally. But yes, like I need to start practicing what I preach in that I need to like set up some SOPs because there's definitely yeah. some things right now that like I don't I need to sit down and either like record a loom or write them out to get her up and running on some of those clients but I don't have time to do that yep. right so it's kind of the vicious cycle so I definitely like I'm hoping and anticipating and really 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 just crossing my fingers that like starting next week it's gonna quiet down a little bit because people will start to check out because of the holidays um and I'm gonna like aggressively use that time to get her like up and running because she it, she's been great my VA has been like okay what else do you need from me mm -hmm. like here this she's super on top of it I'm the bottleneck in my business a hundred percent when it comes to her right now and I already told her like when we are starting out like it's 40 hours to start like to start right now like you should anticipate me needing you for more hours just from the social standpoint like not even getting her to do other totally. things so i really like that's a big goal of mine for the the remainder of this month is like get her up and running on literally 
everything she's going to be working on, including stuff for myself, like mm-hmm. my own coaching mm-hmm. business and like sitting down and recording all of those SOPs and getting her up and running and just like letting her loose basically. Cause she's like ready. Like she has, she opened up extra availability like for me. She's like, okay, BRB, you're going to go fire some other clients. <laughs> So, um, okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, great. Yes. (laughs) I mean, like I'm good for it. So, but, um, yeah, so I'm definitely the bottleneck in my business and it's like that being on vacation, like totally made that really clear for me. Um, so that's like a really big priority for me for the remainder of this. I mean, like it needs to happen like ideally this week, um, so that she has time to work on stuff before the holiday also. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, I definitely have to add her for more hours. Like I need to start feeling out how equipped she would be to do be doing like other stuff besides social, even or if that's gonna be more looking like an OBM or even like just a higher level marketing person that can do more like email stuff for clients and like website maintenance and updates and stuff like that. Because that that's some random things that right now are an inconsistent amount of hours with my agency client work but and I can only do them right now. So those are like some other items that I've started to I've started to try and identify like other things that I might need help with. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think like almost having like OBM level project manager level type of role in the agency is I think going to start being very important for you. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, is going to be a stretch, but I think that, like, ultimately, like, that's so brilliant for you because not only then do you have someone doing the work there, but you also have someone that's the brain as well. So I always say, like, the difference between, like, hands and brain, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I've been trying to think about, like, because if I keep scaling the agency, like, 100%, I need to have that, right? Or it's like, do I not keep scaling the agency? But I'm kind of starting to think like, if I do scale the agency a bit more, I can bring on someone like that. And then it's like, I'm basically like removing myself from that business a lot more at that point, which I think seems good. Right. There's this interesting thing that happens with scaling, I think, which you're experiencing right now, which is like, you can stay at this level, keep yourself in it to an extent, keep your margins at a certain place, whatever, right? Right. But Mm -hmm. actually, the irony is, is like if you scale just a little bit past this and then use that extra cash flow to bring on a project manager or OBM, you actually then have the best of both worlds. So it's kind of odd because you're, you're almost having to go bring on even more clients to be able to step out even more, which sounds weird, but that's like exactly what's happening basically. We're like, if we can get a couple more potentially even that bridges that gap for us, we're like spending, you know, even like 60, 65 bucks on like a great, great higher level brain, so to speak. Is going to make all the difference in the world for you in terms of like that running like a pretty well-oiled machine. Right now, you're still pretty in it, even though you have hands, right? You have to be the one thinking about and double-checking and knowing where everything's at and stuff like that, which really becomes just as much of a drain as like some of the tasks themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm starting to think like might make more sense. 
because then I can just scale it enough so that then I can be focusing on like getting those client leads in and like, you know, higher level strategy stuff. And then, you know, leaving the nuts and bolts to other people. Basically, you sell the clients, you get the clients in, you set the strategy for them, and then you pass it off is ultimately what we want. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of like I've been trying to trying to sit down and think about 2020 goals. And that is starting to come through a little bit that I think it, it might be worth it to do that. And like, realistically, probably that would only mean getting like two more clients. Like, it's not that crazy. Probably not even, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to price out an OBM, right? But like, yeah like max two clients um so yeah let me just math really fast um basically like i'm gonna be at 200 if those two other people who are like oh i want to start in february but they haven't signed contracts yet that will put me at like at least 200 so let's think – let's decide that you hire an OBM at, like, the $65 an hour rate, which I would say is, like, high, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say one client's 2000 a month. You're getting 30 hours of that out of that OBM. Right. You're getting way more than – like, that's probably even more than you would need potentially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, so the point is like one client totally covers your OBM. Right. So like, even if you got one extra client, I mean, you're already over 200. That was way more than you were going to be at. Like, I would say like, start looking for someone now-ish. Okay. And you could, with the plan of hiring them potentially mid-January, which is totally appropriate to start looking for them now. Yeah. Hire them mid-Jan, get them trained up. Your new clients start to come on in February. You're ready to go. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that is something that definitely, like, I want to, like, prepare for now. Because, I mean, everybody knows, like, oh, my God, I hired a VA. Like, everybody says, like, I hired a VA. They changed my life, right? Like, my VA is, like, the best thing that's ever happened in my business. And it is I knew it was true, and now I've experienced it, and I'm like, oh, shit, that is so true. So it's definitely something now that I'm like, I did it with the VA a little bit where, like, I kind of knew I was going to run into this own, like, like I'm the bottleneck in my business, and it's like, what comes first, chicken or the egg type of a thing. And so, like, I've already done that process once with the VA, which is fine. We've gotten through it. But, like, I definitely don't think I'm, like, using her, you know, as efficiently as I could be using my VA because I wasn't prepared enough. So I think taking that time to like really plan that out and like think about what that looks like and start looking now is probably, um, you know, ideal, right? Like so that I don't have to repeat that process as much again. Exactly. Exactly. And like it's the VA was almost like we hired her after we needed her. And so the OBM, we want to hire before we need her. (laughs) Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Um, So that's a good way to think about it. I think that in terms of the VA and in terms of the SOPs, something I would think about, and like obviously if you have the time, like run at it, but like something I would think about is like just committing to getting like two done a week right now. Mm -hmm. 
where like it's not this like how do I get all of them done, but it's more just like what's my commitment level there? Like I'm not going to end the week without at least two new SOPs for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been batching them. I, de- I haven't given her any new ones like in the last two weeks since I was like out and stuff. But that is something I'm, I've been trying to just like dump like a few at once and mm-hmm. then, you know, she can kind of go through them and she, you know, asks any questions or anything like that. I bought, bought, paying for things now. It's happening. Oh my <laughs> God. Bought, look at you. <laughs> like I have, I bought Zoom, right? Because I needed to be able to like record my sessions with my coaching client and like have this group call tonight and stuff like that. So I bought Zoom. I bought a, social media scheduler so now all of my clients that weren't already on their own scheduler are on that which is great nice. i'm not like using you know fucking around with like buffer and hootsuite and you can only schedule so many and all of that crap so th- it's there like i'm paying for it but i put some of the clients on there that like i haven't gotten her sops for yet so i'm just doing them still piecemeal so like those need to happen that's like a high priority So yeah, just doing all those things. So I want to go back to creating processes for your team again. We talked about it earlier in terms of how she was tracking questions and answers in her engagement to pass off, but creating those SOPs like with the Loom video, with really writing out the process, with recording herself while she's doing something is so important. And again, I just want to share, it's the thing that most people won't take the time to do. And then will be very frustrated if their team doesn't do it right or isn't doing it how they want to, or simply they just won't delegate that. right? But taking this time, you know, we set up just these little chunks of time for Sam to do this each week is so incredibly valuable because you do this once and it pays off for you again and again and again, right? You record a great video one time or you write up an amazing SOP and every team member that comes onto your team gets that. Every single time, you know, you hire someone new or someone has to leave or whatever, like that is there as an asset for you. And I'm so about building assets in your business. That's why I'm about repurposing content. That's why I'm about having really good processes for your team, because these are assets that will live with you and build your business for years to come. So if you're someone that is feeling frustrated with their team or is feeling frustrated because you're not delegating enough, this is the solution. It does take time and it does take energy, but just like any other investment in your business, short-term, it may feel harder. Long-term, it will pay off exponentially. I also still need to hire a bookkeeper. Yes. So, I know we're talking about that in base camp. Yeah. So if you have like a recommendation or anything, <laughs> um, I had someone that I was going to work with, but that is not going to work out. So. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I had answered you back in there, but I'll mm-hmm. definitely like, no, it's no big deal. I'll definitely um give you some other thoughts. I think. I don't have like one specific recommendation, but we can talk through that a little bit more. But I definitely think that's a huge one. I feel like um, that's almost like a we're not going into 2020 without that kind of non-negotiable. Yeah, no. <laughs> it needs to happen. And ideally, I really want to find someone that can like also file my taxes and like that totally. needs to happen because like they're all going in there to their busy season. And if like I was them, if I already like had my client roster on lock, I would not be taking new clients like at mm-hmm. tax season. So I kind of need to like get in there while I still can kind of a thing. Totally. Um, Yeah. So that's like another really high priority for me. 
this month because like I'm paying for things now and I'm paying other people now and I want to make sure like I'm not missing anything in terms of like any exposure I have or calculate, you know, all that crap. So that's like us. It also is definitely happening before the end of the year. So the way I would try to think about it, I mean, obviously, like, and we can move into this conversation too, like, obviously, like, you want to convert coaching clients and that's a priority. But I think, like, your absolute top two priorities right now are fully onboarding your VA slash onboarding, hiring, OBM, PM kind Mm -hmm. of project manager role Mm -hmm. um, and getting the – accountant slash bookkeeper on lock. And the reason that those like take priority even over coaching is because that those are the things that ultimately like give you back coaching, right? Like getting the right. the team onboarded, getting the right hires, having your money in check, all of that. So even if it slows down the coaching expansion by a month or something, it doesn't fucking matter. And not that it has to, right? Like I know you're still going to show up and do all of those things. But just in terms of like if you're feeling the overwhelm or the crunch of like having some of these new clients and not having the VA fully where she needs to be, like know that that is your place and that's your priority even if it momentarily slows down coaching. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, 100% because like that's what has been happening. Like the agency will pull me back in because, you know, sometimes there's stuff that is just like unforeseen things that I just need to do because the VA was never going to be able to do them. And like, that is what it is. Right. But like the agency pulling me back in doing like stupid shit that I'm paying her to do, but I haven't gotten her SOPs for yet. So she can't do them. So that's definitely something that like, again, became very clear because like Thanksgiving week was insane because everybody was trying to squeeze five days of work into two days. And And Black Friday. Yeah, and Black Friday, and I, and then I was out, which I'm never going. I don't know. I don't know if I can do that again. But um, but that made it like all of these things super clear for me. Which it, everything was fine. Like it wasn't a disaster or anything. But it made some of those gaps and some of those needs really clear. Which is kind of good in a way, right? Because if not, like I think that's such a gift. Because if not, you could have spent the next two months going back and forth, getting pulled back in, pulling out, da 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 da, right? And like. This just made you get, like, fucking decisive, and that's what we're looking for in terms of, like, moving this forward, right? One thing I really want to point out here is why Sam's priorities are team and accountant over coaching and why it's even okay if that extends her coaching timeline, right? What we're ultimately trying to create is a situation in which she does not feel that push-pull and is always getting pulled back into the day-to-day minutia of the agency operations, right? So... If that means spending more time on SOPs and training teams so that when she dives into coaching, she is fully, fully in, that is a worthwhile endeavor, right? If that means spending more time with the accountant and getting everything straightened out, that is a freaking worthwhile endeavor because she will know where she lands with all of that and feel rock solid in deciding what she wants to or needs to invest in coaching, right? So it is really, really important if you're thinking about running two businesses or transitioning, right? To have one of them be in a really rock solid place so that you can move to the other in a way that actually feels really good, right? And if that extends the timeline a little bit, that is worth it because it's what is going to allow her to put her energy and attention and focus into coaching in an entirely new way. And that's ultimately what she wants and that's the end game that we see. So that's why our priorities have to be in alignment with that. 
Yeah, no, definitely. It definitely made me be like, my life's going to be a lot easier if I just sit down and like do these 10 things, like 10 things that are mm-hmm. not even going to take me that much time, but I need to just sit down and actually do them. And then my life will be so much better. <laughs> so, so good. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the mindset piece for a second and kind of like the application of the agency mindset to coaching. Like totally with you that like it feels new. So that makes sense. But I also feel like in many ways you've just decided this is true in the agency and and it's harder to do it in a new business. But I kind of would love it to to be like we could take that same mindset and that same stance. Like you could even bring that to your call today as like, of course, these people are hiring me. Like, this is the easiest thing in the world. Like, I know how to make sales. I know how to get yeses. Like, what comes up for you there? Yeah, it's definitely – I am anticipating that it is going to be easier once I get them on the call, right? Because, like, that's the whole, like, story I've been telling myself, right? Like, I'm good at selling on a call. Um, I definitely think, like, it's so funny because at first I was like, yeah, obviously, like, even when I was running the scholarship, like, yeah, oh, I'm sure a few of them will sign up. And then I mm-hmm. didn't get any signups. So now I'm kind of like, in in my mind, losing that momentum a little bit. So now I'm like, mm-hmm, it feels mm-hmm. hard. You know, it's always like, for me, if it's just like, if I just get like one thing that I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, like, that's backing up my mindset, right? So it is definitely like, I know it's like I'm telling myself stories that are like reiterating the mindset that I have chosen to have, which is now mm-hmm. coaching is hard. I'm having trouble getting coaching paid coaching clients. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. I'm like looking for things to reinforce that mindset. So 100%. And and the the really funny part, right, is that like you have just like a massive amount of warm leads around you at this moment. Like there's no way you're not going to get clients. You just have to get on board with that, right? Yeah. And that is definitely like I keep trying to remind myself. I'm like even the scholarship people, like I'm touching base with them again today, which is so great. And I'm offering them like a lower price point item, which will help if any of them like aren't sure. And then also like I'm still going to follow up with those people, you know, a little bit later to see where they're at and you know also like my black friday giveaway people and the people that got the giveaway and so like all of those things so it's definitely like i think all the things i've done have have been really helpful and great like to start and everything but i'm i think i'm getting antsy right like i want to sell some of the shit right and i i i don't know if i told you this but while i was on vacation i got my scholarship client slacked me and she was like, oh, like just from working with you, because we've all, at that point we had only had two sessions. She was like, just after our first two sessions, like I already have a few leads and I definitely think that I'm going to get like one or two new clients before the end of the year. And before she was like just trying to even get any leads by the end of the year. So I was like, oh, yes. Like <laughs> that was so great. Right. Like feedback like that. Like, oh, my God, this is great. I'm helping her like this is working. I am I can do this. Right. <laughs> so it's just like, but also I want to make a sale. <laughs> so let's let's really come up with the like what happened and why. So you can like have a clear story around that. And like for me, mm-hmm. all that happened is that like we pulled in those warm leads and then we haven't really been able to do much else with them. Like they're not getting consistent content from you. This is our first touch point because you were away and then had um, Mm -hmm. vacation. Like 
all that has happened is they haven't had more touch points with us that's bringing them over the edge to convert. And that changes like effective immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have it on my to-do to like add all of them to my email list. And obviously like as part of my content plan, it's using those blog posts that I'm writing to, you know, send to the email list to give value. So that will create like regular touch points with them. Exactly. So like they're still warm leads is how I would think about it. They're not not converting. We just haven't created more touch points. Like they didn't know you before the scholarship really. Right. Right. The yeah. vast majority anyway. Um, They right. haven't really gotten a chance to connect with you since until today. So like it's not that they're not going to convert. It's just that we haven't been able to fast forward those touch points. So I think that's like an important thing mm-hmm. because if you can just get clear on that, and be like, oh, that makes sense. That's the only reason this hasn't converted. Yeah. And I'm already solving that problem. Then there's like no antsiness. I mean, of course there is. Like we want to make the sale. But I mean, in terms of like what the fuck is going on, it's more like, oh, yeah, that completely makes fucking sense. Like let's roll. Does that feel true or what comes up for you there? No, that really makes sense too because like it's a whole new business, right? So I have like no – with the agency, like I usually know how long it's going to take for the whole selling process to happen. But now I don't know. Like I don't know how long that buyer's journey is. I mean I know from hearing from other people that it can be like a few months, right, Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. them following you on social and like, you know, then maybe like watching your IGTV or whatever, getting your emails. So like, I do know that from like hearing other coaches that I know talk about like, yeah, it is usually going to be two or three months. And then, you know, maybe you launch something and they end up buying it kind of a thing. So that is a good point. Like, I, Well, yeah. and I think that it's a, for me, it's more about touch points than time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's like, what can happen in my business now? Because I have so much effing content built up. Someone can find me and within like a few weeks they're buying, but they also usually are saying to me like, I binged on every video you had on your website and stuff like that, right? Right. So it's like they maybe had 17 Mm -hmm. touch points with me in those two weeks, right? When you're newer, you just don't have that content base built up yet. They can't have that many touch points with you. So the buyer's journey is usually longer at the beginning because of that. So I think that's just, again, it's not like a problem. It's just like a relevant thought process. It's like, yeah, I just, it's just about the buildup here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This touch points conversation is so freaking important. It is so important for Sam and it is probably important for so many of you listening. But the first thing that's important that I want to point out is just identifying the the number one issue. We know that Sam's is touch points, right? And this is Sam's biggest challenge right now, but it's good to know that because then we can solve for it, right? So getting really clear on her buyer's journey and then giving them a lot of touch points along the way is the sole thing that she has to fix right now in her business, right? She just hasn't been having regular touch points or even really creating a full buyer's journey yet because the business is new, right? There's nothing wrong with that. We just know where our focus needs to be right now in order to move the needle forward. And so what's so useful about that is you'll see us in future coaching sessions, I imagine, right? Um, Keep coming back to that until we nail that. And it's very much like team and processes that we were talking about in many ways, which is like keep coming back to it until you nail it. And that is this. So many people aren't doing that. They're not solving for the right problem. They're not picking one thing and focusing on it and 
implementing it and fixing it to get the whole entire sales process right in their business. For us, for Sam, right now, it's totally touch points. I have a feeling for many of you listening, it will be that as well. But if it's not that, make sure to figure out what it is for you because there is nothing more valuable that you could do in your business. No, that makes sense. And it's like, it's like you know, it's a thing that I know, but I have to like remind myself. <laughs> like these are all things that I would say to someone. But I have <laughs> totally. to like do That's some self-coaching. <laughs> yeah, it's like, pra- you know, do as I say, not not as I do kind of a thing. Like I don't practice what I preach a lot of times, which is like, you know, happens with everyone. We all do it. Totally. But yeah, it's just like reminding myself, like, you know, keep showing up. Like all these, you know, this is all going towards like building awareness and you know, like trust and all of that, those kind of things. And like, you know, I'm offering and just like continuing to offer value. I think what's really helpful about it too, and you tell me if this feels true, but it's like all it does is give your brain an answer when it's going to kick shit up at you. So when it's going to kick up at you, like maybe you're not as good as this as you thought you were going to be because it's taking longer because someone hasn't converted or coaching is hard or whatever. You're like, bitch, please. All that happened is I haven't had that many touch points with them. Moving on. Like it gives you a response basically to the junk that sometimes pops up, right? So I really implored you to figure out what your thing is, right? We know Sam's is touch points, but one of the reasons that's so helpful is not just from a practical standpoint, because it will inform your strategy and your execution, but really from a mindset standpoint too, because it will inform the answer that you have for your brain when it starts to kick up crazy stuff, right? So if Sam's brain goes, oh my God, is coaching not working? She's gonna be like, No, I just need more touch points. That's that. It kills all the crazy. If she didn't have that and her brain started kicking that up, she might be like, well, should I do this? And should I do this? And what about this? And also this? And oh my God, this? And what about this? Should I be worried about this? Like, it goes crazy real quick. So having that answer for yourself of like, no, nothing's wrong here. I just am fixing this. No, nothing's wrong here. We're just getting the buyer's journey tightened up. It helps her move forward so much faster. It helps her move forward with focused energy and intention. And it is such a freaking game changer to have that answer for your brain, especially at the beginning of a business. But honestly, in any business, there's always going to be times where your mindset is freaking out and your brain is kicking up all this crazy shit. And if you have that answer, it will absolutely revolutionize and transform your ability to calm that crazy brain down and get forward focused and get forward moving as quickly as possible. So give yourself that gift because it will make such a difference in your mindset, in your strategy, and in your execution. Yeah, for sure. And it's like so funny because like I'm very confident in my ability to coach, which was like, so that was great when I got that feedback from the scholarship client already. Um, It's my ability to fucking market myself, which is ridiculous because I built an entire <laughs> multi-six-figure business uh-huh. uh, doing that for other people. But it's like, or just like the ability to like consistently show up for my own business kind of a thing. You know, we always like, it's hard, especially when you're working with clients, like your shit falls by the wayside because you're obviously here to serve your clients. Mm-hmm. So um, I have it on my kind of to-do list like as I'm trying to prep like my 2020 goals and Q1 and all that kind of stuff is like sit down and I think we talked about this a little bit is like figure out my ideal day a little bit more because 
Yeah. It's obvious that like I really need to prioritize the my business stuff and like that really needs to happen at the top because that's how I know it's going to happen. Um cuz right now like last night I worked till midnight and I was like engaging in Facebook groups, which is fine. Like sometimes I like to do that and I like to work in the evenings and that's fine. But the you know, it's not guaranteed that that's going to happen cuz maybe I'm tired or like <laughs> sure. whatever, right? So it's like I really need to like prioritize those things at the top. And, you know, fully onboarding my VA, getting an OBM, bookkeeper, all those things, all those people are going to, like, help allow me to do that, right? So. I don't know if this feels too rigid for you, but this would honestly be my suggestion as, like, a, a bridge for right now is basically, like, assigning yourself windows of time each day. So it doesn't have to get super rigid, but it's basically, like, an hour goes to my content marketing an hour goes to VA onboarding, an hour goes to like administrative shit, like the bookkeeping and stuff like that. And then the rest goes to the agency or whatever it needs to be. But like really creating those like daily buckets, what I think that we wait for sometimes is where we have that like three hour stretch of time right? to make a bunch of SOPs or that four hour stretch of time to like write all the content we need for the next two weeks or whatever. And like you're just not in a place where you're typically going to have that anymore. Like you have too much going on and too many kind of like irons in the fire for there to be these like big gaps anymore. Does that feel true? Yeah. And I've always, it's like always something I've tried to do and I just can't. And I don't know if that, not that I can't, I can do it. Like, but I think that I'm lacking a certain level of self-discipline to do that. (laughs) So I think I need to figure out like, okay, great. I know that that's the issue. Like I can easily do these things, you know, because I like, you know, I get up in the morning and like I start working when I feel like it. So sometimes that's like right at 830. Sometimes that's not until like 11. So Mm -hmm. and like, I kind of like that. So I kind of, you know, like it to be a little bit more loosey goosey. But I think that I need to just figure out like, okay, no, but it's actually going to serve me better and make sure I am getting all these things done if I am blocking like, you know, certain windows for them each day or every other day or whatever. And then just figuring out like, okay, great. So how can I make myself do that? Like, how can I make sure that I am exercising discipline to make sure I'm doing those things? I think is what's going to need to happen. Like, I also need to fucking exercise, which never ends up happening. (laughs) Um, I hear you on that. Like, that's basically the why I go to workout classes because they're, like, booked and I'm committed and they, like, charge you anyway yeah. even if you don't go. So I'm, like, that's, like, pretty helpful. But um, so here's what comes up for me in that. I don't think we need to, like, literally calendar for you. Like, I feel like I know your personality enough to know that you would probably hate that. Mm-hmm. You, like, hate anything that doesn't feel like freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. But what comes up for me is, like, just the time allotment. So I'm just making this up, right? But if we're, like, we have an hour toward SOPs, we have an hour toward content marketing, we have an hour toward um, engagement. Like, those aren't great timelines, but let's just play with them. Yeah. You can do those at any time of day. You almost just have, like, a little bit of a checklist. Like, if that hour of engagement happens at midnight, what the fuck ever, fine. If that hour of SOPs happens at 10 in the morning because you're feeling, like, you know, you want to roll early that day, that's fine. But it's not really so much like from 10 to 2, Samantha will be blah, blah, blah. Like, no, (laughs) fuck that. It's just like Sam's spending an hour a day doing this one task. And so 
it doesn't matter when or how. It's just like you not going to bed until that hour happens. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That that makes sense. I haven't tried that before, but I feel like that would, yeah, that would feel better because it's like some days I just like to work earlier and some days I like to work later and I just, you know, go with it. So that that feels better. A hundred percent. And like also it will train you to decide what's important. So Mm -hmm. like if you don't want to be up till midnight, you're going to be like, yeah, I got to get this hour in earlier because like I'm not going to bed until I've done my like hour of SOP today or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So so you may make different choices, but you don't have to either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I like that. You still have that freedom. Yeah. I definitely am going to try that. So good. Okay. So we're going to start looking for an OBM pretty much ASAP. Play with the time blocking. Let's set that up together in Basecamp. I'll make a little note for myself. Like, what are we committing to, basically? Yeah. Um, are we committing to? And then, most importantly, <laughs> are you ready to pitch on this call? And how does that feel? It feels good, I think. I know that's today. Yeah, it's tonight. Um, So I've been like trying to, you know, just think about like some things because obviously they're going to be like, there's different businesses joining the call. But, you know, with lead gen, a lot of it is like, you know, mindset stories we tell ourselves, like, are you actually being consistent doing these things? Like, are you clear on your messaging? Like, so those are pretty universal. Um, I am going to pitch them the digital strategy intensive. And then I'm also going to let them know if they do that, that can go. towards their coaching program, I'm going to pitch them at the 397 rate because that's kind of my like, oh, you took the time to enter my giveaway kind of a rate. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to do that. So I think that's good. And it feels a little bit better because it is like a more accessible price point, right? As, and it's great timing. Like everybody's thinking about 2020, right? It's all those things. So Um, And I've also been getting like some practice in because I've been like doing it in DMs a little bit from the Black Friday giveaway people. So I have like some like, you know, does it feel good to you? You know, how how would it feel if you had like a set 2020 strategy and you knew exactly what you needed to do and like how you needed to measure it to make sure that, you know, it's going to move the needle and grow your revenue and everything. So. um, So, yeah, I feel good about it. I have to like just figure out my tech because I want to be able to like send them a link right away to purchase at that price point. Well, I guess I have my. You're doing it in Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm doing it in Zoom. So I just want to make it as easy as possible. You could even put it in the chat right then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just need to make sure like I have that link ready to go so that they can, you know, purchase, pay, schedule all those things immediately. So the two things I would say to that, and you may already have this planned out, but let's talk about it really fast, is like add urgency. So like that deal is only good for a certain amount of time or like there's only four spots or whatever it is. Like let's give them some reason to take quick action. Yeah, I was going to do it. It's like it's – do you think that just this week is like too long? Because I was going to say like it's just until close of business on Friday. Like that's it. No, I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because today is Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's fine. And then um, what does it go up to? 597. Okay, cool. So I would hit that super hard in terms of like 
it goes up to to five ninety seven. It's like two hundred dollars more. Like it's basically the best deal of the century to have your entire digital marketing planned out. I would even pitch in terms of saying like my clients pay me like several thousand dollars a month to do this and lead this strategy for them. Like this is really just my thank you to you and like go super hard on that concept because what they don't have yet, and we've talked about this, is they don't have total like confidence in you because they just haven't been able to have those touch points, right? Right. So your job is to basically like up their confidence level in this too, right? So like really not being afraid to say out loud, like clients are paying me thousands for this. I've been doing this for years. This is the smartest investment ever. Like all of that has to get said on the call. Yeah. And I did like I hit all those points on my while I was like promoting the Black Friday giveaway. So I like have them all like outlined kind of. Um, I think there might be on that digital intensive page on my site too. So, so yeah, I just need to make sure I hit all those. And then do you, and then I was going to mention on the call too, like, and if you buy this week, I will apply that amount towards my one-on-one coaching program. 100%. We want them to feel like that's not a choice. Like, I don't want them to be sitting there being like, oh, but man, should I hire her for one-on-one? Let be like, if you're even sitting here thinking, should you hire me for one-on-one, take this step first. Right. Yeah. Because it will apply. Yeah. So I was going to, that's kind of like the, the special pricing and the, it'll go towards your coaching program. Like those are both just for this week is what I was thinking. Um, so like you don't have to buy the coaching package this week, but you have to buy the intensive this week. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think in general we'll offer that in the future, but it will be at the higher price point. Does that right. make sense? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I feel pretty good about it. Um and hopefully we get I get some good turnout. I think I have like six or seven people who are SVP, and then I have a couple people who are like, I can't make it, but like please send me a replay. So those people will be, you know, more difficult to pitch, but we'll see. Um and then I was gonna save it and then like maybe have it somewhere and see if I wanna like re you know, use it as like a little replay masterclass type thing depending on how it goes just totally i think that um what i would say is that everyone that shows up i would message them after oh yeah for sure right even if like they didn't say anything specifically like i would make sure that every single person that shows up and is rsvp is getting personal messages and personal attention from you right after because again we're just upping touch points like that's our whole goal right now Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, beautiful. Do you think? I mean, for the people who entered the Black Friday giveaway for the digital strategy intensive, maybe I'll like offer to send the replay to them. I don't know. I'm not gonna like host a free coaching call just for those people because that's like a lower price point. You know what I mean? Like they didn't apply for the coaching program if you were going to do anything for them what i would say is the appropriate thing to do there is maybe record like a 15 minute training that's for them only okay where it's like pre-recorded it's on a topic you know they're all interested in it's something you can send out to everyone it takes you 15 minutes it's not like an actual one-on-one with you but again it's just like another touch point they're getting to watch you for 15 minutes it feels really generous all that kind of stuff yeah yeah 
I, I've been, I was kind of trying to think about like something that I can do for them, but that kind of like is in line with the price point. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll think about that and do that as well. I like that a lot. And again, it's just so easy, right? And it so solves the problem. So we just have like one problem we need to solve right now in terms of this, which is like more touch points. Like that feels so incredibly right. clear to me. You have plenty of warm leads. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, and it's almost like, I wonder if it's kind of like bringing it, it is kind of bringing it back to my comfort zone where it is making it like a little bit more one-on-one touch points mm-hmm. versus, you know, one to many. Well, and getting your content out there is going to be part of it too, because they're all following oh, yeah. you now. Right. So yeah, those, that's going to work for you. But the way to fast forward it is the personal and you're great at that. So like hundred percent leaning into that is smart. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So to be able to send them something and say like, hey, I know you guys were all struggling with this. I recorded this specifically for you. Here you go. Let me know what questions you have. Like, boom, that just sealed the deal potentially. That was the touch point they needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that makes sense. Beautiful. Well, keep me posted on the call today. I think that's going to be like really exciting and really important. Obviously, so nice for them to get to see you give that value. I'll put the time block stuff in there and we'll go back and forth on that in base camp. Um, let's get some of the SOPs up, the um, personal outreach, and go from there. But I think you're in a really good place. I think we have one problem to solve. I think you know what your priorities are. And, like, huge yeah. fucking congratulations again because you're doing amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's kind of, like, weird and awesome at the same time. <laughs> well, you kind of – it's, like – someone that like loses a ton of weight and like their brain doesn't catch up right away. It's almost like that, right? Like you just grew like almost six figures in three months. Like your brain's got some catching up to do. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's exciting. And it, it, I kind of called this when we first started working together. I was like, you know, I want to hit, you know, 100K and then we'll see. But I don't think I want to go much over like 150, 200. (laughs) And then I even said, I was like, but knowing me, that's probably going to change. And now I'm already like, yeah, I'm definitely going to go for 300 in 2020 and like I'm very confident I'm gonna hit that like between coaching and the agency 100% that's a done deal yeah so I kind of knew that was gonna happen but it's good it's fine it's great we love it it's wonderful it's amazing (laughs) so proud of you all right keep me posted send me a message after the call today and let me know how it goes and we'll go from there okay sounds good all right my dear I'll talk to you soon talk to you later Bye. bye Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.